Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. This is our June 15th episode. That's the middle of June, Nate, just so you were. Very good, Andrew. you weren't aware. <laughs> I just when I think you can't say anything dumber than you've already said, yeah. you blow all you my expectations good. out of the water. Thank you. You got to be good at something. We're not using numbers <laughs> of our podcast anymore, so I get really confused. No, we we are. We we have thirty two episodes. This is our thirty third episode. So now you're going to really confuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. Let's get into it. So this month we're going to, actually this episode, we're going to do something a little bit different. We have a guest with us, Mr. Tanner Olson. He's an author, a poet, a public speaker, and an overall renaissance man. hey So <laughs> Tanner and I have known each other for a, a little while. We met through my family through a connection with Camp Luther. So Tanner was program director at Camp Luther, and my wife and kids came back from a weekend or a week or whatever, however long they leave me for. And they were like, we met this really cool guy and his name is Poet, and I think you'll like him. And I'm like, well, I think his name might be ambitious, but I like him nonetheless. Um, <laughs> so I think we really became friends without even meeting each other. I think the first time we met was when we had you up for an event last year. But mm-hmm. um, we just talked about collaborating on some stuff and wanting to support his, his mission with his project and everything and i'll let him kind of tell us what he does because i'm sure i'll screw it up as i ought to do (laughs) i kind of want to hear you screw it up though well you you write things you talk sometimes so have a dog finally tanner yeah you're doing great i I think (laughs) i think andrew's just jealous that you're essentially living his dream yeah totally (laughs) he uh He, Except he, for the dog part. So this is this is actually the <laughs> third episode, Andrew, where we're actually getting to use your degree in. The third episode in a row. I know, I spent all this money on this, these, all these poetry degrees, and <laughs> COVID must have been some magical thing that all of a sudden my degree's being put to good use. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Someone so has anyway, to have a degree in poetry, yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty useful. You can see how well I'm... I. I'm a self-proclaimed poet. I'm not a. Um, I did not go to school for poetry. So Weird. I if that makes you feel any better. Poetry. Yeah. See, I don't. And I'm just. I just try to figure things out when I put a pen on the paper. I think you're making him feel worse. <laughs> yeah. I think my scenario. Keep is going. Worse. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. I. I didn't pay to become a poet, but I am paying to be a poet. So yeah. yeah. There you go. Perfect. So what did you go to school for, Tanner? I went to school to uh, do youth ministry. Uh, okay. So I was going to work in churches, leading youth groups and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I did that for a little while while I was in college and then worked at Camp Luther uh, after college for a couple of years as a program director and then just kind of bounced around from churches and, and, and miscellaneous jobs. But all the while, I had been writing poetry and putting words down, um, hoping to make a career as a writer. And then really within the last August 2019, this kind of became a, a reality where this is my full-time job, and it was going really well before COVID. <laughs> and now it's like, all right, F- I guess we're just going to wait this one out for a little while. 
Andrew and I, we have a dream of becoming professional podcasters at some point. So you're, you're, you're proof that the dream can become a reality. So we're going to hold out hope here. Oh, yeah. Just takes a little while and maybe a little while after that. Yeah. I mean, as we discussed last episode, I'm a collector of broken dreams, so I'm not holding out hope. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you mentioned... It's good, it's good to have a collection, though, yeah. Yeah, right. So you mentioned, Tanner, that you are an author, you started writing stuff down, and you've got, what, one book out currently? I have one book out. It's titled I'm All Over the Place. It's a book of poems, prayers, and wonderings, and it's really a collection of the things that I wrote over the last seven years, and then some uh, some newer things as well. But a lot of it is some of the poems that when I go visit churches and schools and, and youth groups and organizations, the poetry that I'll share there, but it's in the the written form throughout the book. And then there's just uh, some other small writings in there as well. And then I have another book, uh, my second book called As You Go, Words for the Unknown, will be coming out in September 2020. And those awesome. are available where? Amazon, my website, writtentospeak.com. Again, like I said, I'm a self-proclaimed poet. Nobody, uh, <laughs> well, people are asking for me to put out books, but there's no publishing company who's like, we want to put your book in Target or Barnes & Noble. Well, that would be great. If you know anybody, I'm here to talk to them. But as of right now, this is kind of where we're sitting. One thing that I've always sort of admired about what you're doing is that, you know, you're sort of combining this classical form of the written word with obviously speaking right so not only like speaking your poems but like engaging in groups like you said schools and churches but also different groups and stuff you know your project is called written to speak so can you speak a little can I speak a little bit to <laughs> how that sort of melding of those two things started and you know how it's kind of evolved over time yeah well i've i've always really enjoyed putting together messages and talks to share with other people, whether that's like a sermon or just a message on hope or sharing your story, whatever it may be, and then combining in poetry and all this other kind of stuff. And so, well, growing up, I was really into like punk rock music and a lot of punk rock musicians would then have like their own personal like side project, but they would call it something else. They wouldn't go by their own name. And I always thought that was cool, whether it's like uh, there's a band called The Almost or The Rocket Summer or Dashboard Confessional, but it's really just one person. And I was like, I could do that, but I can't play music, so I really can't do that. So I was like, but I want I don't want it to be all about me. I want to kind of hide behind a name. And so um, I came up with a couple of different ones and then written to speak, kind of just stuck. And I kept coming up with that and writing it down. I was like, maybe this maybe this is something. Is this something? I don't know. And then eventually it, it did become something. And so I've been writing under the name written to speak for a while. And kind of how I landed on that name was the letters at the end of the Bible, right? These epistle letters, they were written to a single town and they got one copy of it and somebody had to take that letter and read it out loud that word was written to speak right and so i'm not saying that my stuff belongs in the bible by any means um it doesn't even belong it doesn't even belong at barnes and noble okay um but maybe one day but what i what i believe about it is you can read one thing you can read it the way that you want to read it but when the author reads the way that it was written it kind of changes that and it kind of draws the listener in or the crowd in a little bit and it's just easier for me to go under a name written to speak rather than myself hey here's tanner olson <laughs> it's fine it's great it gets confusing but uh, that's kind of how i landed on the name written to speak back when andrew i think this was probably right around your senior seminar time or whatever when you were at uwm i came down to the east side of milwaukee to watch you read your poetry yep. At a, at a reading where there was multiple people doing this. I think you had yep. ended up doing three or four of yours, I believe. Yep. 
yep. there are multiple other people. So Tanner, I've been to, I don't know if you call it a poetry slam, and I think it is. That would a, be more just a reading. And whatever. <laughs> there was no slamming <laughs> happening. So <laughs> um, I think you're right. I think it is important to hear the author's words in his or her own voice because it's so important to get that inflection in there. So I've got a question for you. Having been to a poetry reading, do you have a flannel and a beret? <laughs> uh, I, I've been known to wear a flannel or two, but I'm not really much of a hat guy. I have a, I have a small child size head, so it's hard for me to find a hat that fits. Just to be clear, I also do not own a beret, Nate. <laughs> oh, come on. A, a, a beanie, maybe? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got, I got a beanie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. All right. I lived in Wisconsin for a while, so I've never been good at taking myself seriously, and I've always wanted to be taken seriously, while at the same time knowing that no one's going to take me seriously. Uh, I don't know I, how that goes. I feel like a lot. There's a lot of people who probably can agree with that, where they're like, "I'm always known as the guy who just makes jokes." Like I was the <laughs> class clown, voted class clown in high school, right? Like, and so I think I. Anyways, I voted myself for class clown in high school. Um, but like, I've always been the one who makes a joke, and that's been a great gift because then you can build a relationship with somebody. Or if you can make a joke, someone's going to listen to you. Someone's right. going to be able to want to hear more of what you say. Uh, and, and there's something about me being um, a comedian in some, in some ways, not a standard sure. comedian, but somebody who makes jokes and also somebody who's going to write from the heart and speak something that hopefully moves you to feel something, think something, or maybe to even cry. If someone can listen to you make a joke and laugh at you, they'll probably give you the time and the attention right. to hear something else that you have to say. So when I'm going into schools or churches or whatever, and I'm able to make a joke, like people are like, okay, I'll listen to this guy. And right. then if I say something serious, like it, it, it's different because if I just was serious the entire time, they'd be like, all yeah, right. this guy's kind of a douche. That was, yeah, that was great. Right. Like, Time to go. But, but if I can, if I can make a joke and knock down some walls, like I'm I'm good to go. Like after shows, people have come up to me and they've been like, I thought that was that was more stand up than it was poetry, yeah. which is a is it's a great compliment because I don't want the night just to be super heavy. You yeah, listen to some poets and it's just like, man, I am exhausted from your emotions. Yeah. Uh, when you come to a show with me, it's like, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be all over the place. It's yeah. going to be up and down. You're going to laugh. You're going to smile and maybe you'll cry and maybe you'll just get up and leave. Uh, so hopefully not that. <laughs> That's all up to which you. Is great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think not I think all of it hurts my feelings, but I, some of it does. I think what humor does is it gets your foot in the door. I think if you can come yeah. across as being entertaining, I think people are looking for that. And I think that's kind of why our show has continued to grow, is that people are looking for an outlet to just laugh and enjoy and have something fun for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. However long we decide the episode is going to be this month <laughs> or this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's like life is too short to take it, like to take all of it seriously. And like, right. uh, I know that our world is in a very weird place right now, and it's going to be in a weird place probably forever because it's a world. But like, I, I saw something today where it's like, hey man, take a break and go watch a comedy. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah. we're still allowed to smile. You're still allowed to laugh no matter how heavy and how hard and how difficult things are. Like, remember, there's still joy in the world, and you are still allowed to make a joke about right. some things. Not everything, some things so so i've got i've got a bunch of more questions but can we get to one of your poems do you have one prepared that you'd be willing to share with us right now read one for us yeah you know what we talked a little bit about humor and so i there's one poem in here that is somewhat humorous it's called a hard time and so this is not a serious poem 
I hope you know that. Um, but it is a poem. It's called A Hard Time. And it and it's based off of when you or when somebody says, oh, I'm just giving you a hard time. Like I said that to somebody one day. I was like, I'm just giving you a hard time. And then I felt guilty about it. Because I was like, the world is already hard enough. Why do you need me to give you a hard time? Yeah. And so I, I wrote like I wrote a response poem to someone saying, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just giving you a hard time. Okay. Well, the last thing that I need is a hard time. If you want to give me something, pour me some wine. Tell me I'm doing just fine. Bake me a cupcake. Really, any kind of gluten will do. Croissants, cinnamon rolls, donuts. Compliment my pants for goodness sake or for crying out loud or for Pete's sake. I mean, for my sake. Just stop giving me a hard time. I've had a hard time understanding why we have to give each other a hard time. I've never wanted a hard time. It's never been on my Christmas list and neither has underwear. But I still get that. But I need underwear. I don't need a hard time. Give me a smile. Tell me a joke. A knock-knock joke. A joke that will send a tear down my cheek. One where laughter will steal my breath, but not a hard time. That will only keep me down. Play me a song. Write me a poem. Give me queso or guacamole. Something I can dip a chip in. I cannot dip a chip in a hard time. And I've checked the calendar, and there is no time for a hard time. There is coffee time and nap time and party time. But I do not have time for you to give me a hard time. That's great. Give me a clap. Yay! <laughs> Again, awesome. we don't have an applause most of my track. Po- <laughs> most of my poetry sounds nothing like that. That is like a one-off, here's a joke. <laughs> well, I think you've got some serious truths in there that you're kind of framing it around a joke, and you've got some funny stuff in there, but it's legit. I mean, people, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as well, is giving people a hard time. Right. Not that that's my intention. You know, my intention is to joke and make people laugh, but I think you're right. I think people too often will bust somebody's chops for no real reason other than just to be a jerk, right? Right. Or to yep. be right, yeah. to be right about something. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah I, had, I had fun writing that, and, I, and I, after I wrote it, I was like, ooh, I feel like this is my confession. Like, you know, like... <laughs> I, <laughs> Working it out right here, but so yeah, it's it's. I had I did a show one time, and I had, and this has only happened one time, and I hope it doesn't happen again. But I had somewhat of a of a heckler, and it was very strange because because it it was strange because it was it was at a youth group event, and it was like this (laughs) this high school girl was just like she kept commenting and talking while I was trying to share, and I was there to share poetry and tell stories, and she just kept just talking, and I was like, is anyone gonna do anything about this? And they weren't, and so I was like, hey, I have a poem for you. And I stepped over and I walked up and I read the poem right in her face. And then, she, <laughs> and then but she kept, she kept, she kept talking. And I was like, it didn't work. It didn't, the poem didn't work. So I have been the heckler at a show. So. No. <laughs> Why? Yeah, probably. Why would you give somebody a hard time? Well, that's my, that's my fear about trying to do stand-up comedy. Because I have this small little dream inside of me that it's, I get, I'm going to go do a comedy show. But I, I know that if I get up on stage and someone starts heckling me, my response is going to be, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I, <laughs> you, you've got it. You have right. to have a All dagger right. inside of you to, to pull yep. that out. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be a nice guy and be a stand up comedian, from what I understand. Yeah. Right. No. You no. mentioned you go around doing these events and, and whatnot. You talked a little bit about your heckler. What's the funniest thing that you've had a kid say at an event? One of my favorite things to do, and it's not just with kids. I, I mean, I go to a lot of schools, uh, but there have been a couple of funny things that happen. Most of the time, kids, they before I start sharing poetry or afterwards, they'll either want to tell me things or ask questions. And so a lot of the times, the kid, one kid was like, hey, do you poop your pants? Um, <laughs> I was just like... 
that's a fair question. I don't anymore. Uh, you know, or it's like, hey, like I had, I went to the doctor and I had six shots yesterday. It's like, is there anything else that you would like to share? And it's like, no, that's it. Nope. Um, that's and then when it comes down to like Q and A time, this is when it's it's interesting, especially in middle school, because middle schools are just weird. It's stepping into a different world as an adult. When don't go do it unless you're allowed to. But when you go into a middle school <laughs> and they and you get, it's wonderful to speak and to share poetry with them. But then when you ask, are there any questions? You get to hear. You get to hear who wants to speak. And one kid, it's like an eighth grade boy, and he was like, hey, what's your shoe size? Uh, and I was like, that's a deep voice for an eighth grader. And I was like, why do you want to know? And he goes, I wear a size 14. That's a big foot. I was like, do you, are, you, are you asking me what size shoe I wear so that you can tell everybody what size shoe you have? And he's like, no. And everyone's like, yeah, it is. And so that guy had a, had a bad rest of, rest of his day. I've been introduced a couple of times as the wrong name. Um, oh, nice. uh, yep. I was, I was introduced as Tanner Oswald once, I believe, which was just great. But everyone like looked at the, at the guy who was introducing me like, Oh, uh, that's not the right person. And I was like, it's, it happens. But in, in my, in the very first poem that I share at shows, I have a line about most days I'm called the wrong name. And everyone right. was like, Oh my goodness. Well, we just witnessed it. We get it. To, to be co- completely <laughs> yeah. transparent. I almost introduced you as Pete before we started oh. recording. I, that like, would have been a new I one. I, I, mean, I mean, I've been called Tyler, Trevor, Dana. I am a, by, to a lot of people, my name is Connor. Uh, so. Yeah, never Pete, though, huh? That would have been a no, first? That would have been a first. Would have been a first time for Pete. Yep. Yep, just here I am. Pete Olson. Yeah. Pete Olson. <laughs> I mean, if, if the whole written to speak thing doesn't work out, you got another name to hide behind. There you go. My old stage name. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, Tanner, when you no, I had to think a minute. For... <laughs> I was our, hey, almost called hey, Kev, don't worry about it, Kevin. God, it's Kevin, all right, man. Yeah. No problem, Kevin. <laughs> no problem. It's cool, Kev. <laughs> all right, so Tanner, when you go out and do these shows and whatnot, do you travel by air mostly, or is it by car? Where do you stay? Do you stay with friends? Do you, you know, do they pay expenses? That type of thing. They do. Uh, most of the time I get paid to do this, uh, which is great. <laughs> At first, it was I almost felt like I had to pay people. Uh, and so, I, I still feel that way when somebody invites me to come share at their church or their school or their organization, and they say, we want to pay you. And I'm like, man, I, I know I'm good at what I do, but at the same time, I'm like, are you, sh- are you, are you sure? Uh, <laughs> are you really uh, sure? <laughs> but no, yeah. And it, 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 it's interesting to have started off as somebody who was like, I maybe this is something that could become a career and now it is a career and it's, I'm learning all these different parts of biz of this kind of business. Um, sure. And so it's like learning to ask questions like, Hey, like what's your budget? What, what would you like me to do? Like, cause everybody needs something different. But uh, for the most part, like I'll put it out on the internet, like, Hey, I'll, I'll be in this area for this week. Are you interested in having me come do something? Whether it's like, again, like I said, like a school event, a church event, an organization event or community event. And uh, for the most part, it's just starts rolling off from there. But I'll usually like fly out, rent a car, drive it around, and then hopefully land back at that same airport. Because apparently it's so much more expensive to pick up a car in one, at one place and then drop it off somewhere else. But I feel like I'm doing them a favor. <laughs> right. You know, like I feel like you should be paying me to drive this car for you. Right. But that's not how it works. So you mentioned yeah. you mentioned there that um, – give me a second to get my brain back on this. I'll edit this out. <laughs> He always does it when he sounds like an idiot, never when I sound like an idiot. It's weird. Yeah. That, that, 
That is true. That's the power of having the, the technology uh, background, Andrew. Yeah. I lost it. I don't remember. Right. Perfect. <laughs> That's where we'll put a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of what I was going to say. Yes, now I remember. Thank you. So I, I kind of get what you were what you're saying where hey people are actually willing to pay you to do something that you love doing and andrew i think you and i kind of felt that way when we started landing sponsors right for the show granted (laughs) we're not making a living at this at this point we're using it just to kind of pay expenses uh but i can relate yeah and it's and it's a it's a really cool thing too because i'm sure y'all feel the same way you're good at what you do you know how to make jokes you know how to have conversations but do other people know that you know how to do that i know that i can go into a church in a school and i can give you an hour of entertainment and i can share things that are going to go that are going to speak to your heart your mind you're going to laugh a little bit and you're going to leave feeling more hopeful than when you walked in i know that i can do that and i can make that happen but when someone else is like no we want you to do that it's like oh my gosh all right i'll pay you i'll just pay no no no. (laughs) and it gives you a sense of responsibility too right like yeah you know when nate and i first started this we were just like i don't know what we're doing let's just sit down and try to have fun say stuff you know and then all of a sudden we got like somebody's gonna pay for us to do this and now it's like oh man I have a responsibility to actually think about what I'm doing. Right, yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like it, it, it starts off as an idea. And, and I talk to a lot of people who are like, hey, I want to be a writer or a musician or a podcaster. Right. What advice do you have for me? The only advice that I have is you have to start. Like if you can't yeah. start, nothing's going to happen. And yep. what they want to hear is they want to hear like a 12-step, like right. here's how you get from where you're at now to sponsored and you work three hours a week. Like that doesn't happen. Uh, like it, it for me, like I started this in 2013. I wrote a lot of really, really bad things, lost some friends, lost some followers, <laughs> <laughs> lost a lot of money, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got to a place now where I'm like, okay. Like now now I'm kind of living the, the dream that I had back then, but it even looks totally different. But right. it's sure. because I started. Like if you can't start, you're not going to get anywhere. I get a yeah. lot of questions as a teacher that, you know, how do I become a writer? And my response always is, well, you have to write. Yeah. You be- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You should do that first. I mean, you know, let's let's start with the writing, and then we'll see how you become a writer. Well, I think um, people yes. people are afraid. They're they're afraid to to take that step and put their right. self out there, and that's the key piece of this. And I'm a member of a bunch of different podcast groups on Facebook, and uh, I'll see quite regularly people that'll post and say, "Hey, I'm looking to start. I want to get everything set up ahead of time. I want to have a full plan in place. I want to be able to yeah. to, to to you know figure this out. I want to have." so many shows ready to go for release and you know, they've been planning this for months and years yeah. sometimes and they just <laughs> won't take that next step and andrew and i i think we planned this in three hours one afternoon yeah. and, at, at a coffee shop we were waiting for our kids to get out of school <laughs> yeah. i think right and, <laughs> well, and, literally, and that's it too people are like i want to go from zero to a hundred well it's like first of all you yes. can't un- right. unless you've already done something in a different world like yeah. uh, i think about the did you guys ever watch the office and listen to the office ladies podcast like yeah. of course, of course, it's a successful podcast because everybody knows right. who they are already, and they right. have information and knowledge and a following. If you don't have right. that, you just gotta start. Yeah, yep. you gotta get yeah. And that that's the thing that's a little bit for for me. I get impatient with at times. I I want to go from <laughs> zero to one hundred, and Andrew's kind of the uh, the voice of reason with me on that. <laughs> on that, yeah. pretty so much the, that's the only want voice of reason. More, 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 more. Yeah. 
So yeah. <laughs> I often say if you if you're willing to be bad at something, you might just become good at it. And yep. I think that's I mean, and sometimes it takes a lot. It takes a while. You know, it, it's going to it's going to take like seven years got me to here. And it's right. for some people, it's like that's as far as you've gotten. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> Yeah, like, like yes, yeah. I made a lot of mistakes. Okay, I'm. Tr- yeah, they're just I'm giving trying. You, they're, I'm gonna write a poem about that. So they're just giving you a hard time. They're just giving yeah. you a hard time. Yeah. Yeah, it's giving you a hard time. <laughs> uh, well, I know that you have to get going in a few minutes here. I know you got another thing going on, but it would be apropos to have a have you on the podcast and not talk about pancake your dog. Your oh, your dog man. has gone from zero to a hundred in. <laughs> In a very short amount of time in popularity. I've heard you read your poem about uh, your pre-pancake pancake poem. Yep. So everybody wants to know how pancake is. Oh, uh, yeah. So I have wanted a dog for a very long time. And I was writing a poem. It was like, it's like, the, it's the introduction poem that I share when I begin shows. Uh, it's called Welcome. And there's a line in there that says, one day I want to have a dog named Pancake, essentially. We're going to name this dog Pancake. And we finally got Pancake. And... You know when you work really hard at something and you're really, really proud of it and then everybody doesn't care about it anymore and they just want to see your dog? <laughs> like, that's what... I I work so hard as a writer to write things and I put them on the internet and I pray that people will like it and it will help them and then I post a picture of a dog and they're like, finally, this is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> finally, Where has something the, we can relate to. I will get messages not asking how I am, and I don't. I don't have kids yet, right? I have a dog, but people will. My mother will send me. How's Pancake? Mom, he's a dog. He's a dog. He's doing just fine. He's great. He's sleeping. Yeah, he's fine. Nah, Pancake is great. It's funny. We'll take him for walks, and people will be like, "He is so cute." And I have to say, "Hey, I'm married," and just keep walking. And they yeah. don't. <laughs> they don't laugh they don't like it they give me this weird look and i yeah. and then i have to apologize so it's yeah. fine and then i just walk away yelling i'm just giving you a hard time so. it's all full circle <laughs> it's all full circle that and that's how you podcast that's, that's how right. you do it so a, a podcast here. a podcast is nothing but callbacks and interrupting each other that's really what it is pretty much Pretty much. Yeah, that's that's pretty much our mo. And giving each other a hard time. <laughs> and giving each other a hard time. Yeah. Definitely. Just giving you a hard time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have time for uh, one more? Yeah, I'm gonna share with you guys a shorter one. So this is I'm plugging my next book. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. It's called As You Go: Words for the Unknown. And I've recently, in the last year or so, I've gotten I've been writing just shorter and shorter poems, trying to become more concise with my words. And so this next book is about a hundred short poems, prayers, thoughts, whatever it may be. Um, and so this is one, and it's kind of based off of the title of the book. Uh, again, the title is As You Go, and it goes like this: As you go, may it be faith that leads you through the unknown. As you go, may it be hope that keeps you moving through every yes and every no. As you go, may it be love you leave behind so others may know, so others may grow, so others may go. Good awesome. stuff. That's it. And I think very appropriate with what everything that's going on right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. so before we wrap this wonderful time up, and I'm sad to do that, I could sit here and laugh at you both for hours. <laughs> we'll do we'll do a part two. There you go. I, part two. I am now I am now that more than ecstatic that you kept your beard for this. <laughs> 
So I was going to say, now that, now that Kevin and I know each other, it's yes. going to be real yeah, easy. Yeah, exactly. So Kevin, Pete, and uh, Andrew will get together again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, we need, to give you a, we need to give you a stage name. Fred. <laughs> that guy. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Pete, and that guy. That'll be fine. <laughs> I want to make sure people can find you, and then after finding you, find Pancake. Um, <laughs> so where can we find you on the uh, worldwide interwebs? On the worldwide interwebs, you can go to writtentospeak.com, and that's, or just go to Google or Bing if you're still a user of that. Just type in the words written to speak. All of my information should pop up. Ask Jeeves. If you have, <laughs> ask Jeeves. Yeah, well, if you want to ask Jeeves, he's going to give you a good answer. Uh, or you can, if you have Instagram, it is at written to speak. Just search that, I'll come up. And then my dog on, on Instagram. I feel bad doing this, I feel dumb doing this, but it's pancake.woof. Yeah. Because Pan Pancake the dog was already taken, but if you type in pancake.wolf, you'll see our little guy. Perfect. Well, when we post the episode, yeah. we'll hit you up on Instagram for both yep. so that uh, yeah, yeah. people can link right to you. We'll also put your website up. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, thank you for yeah. thank you for joining us. Thank yeah. you for uh, spending some time with us. We definitely appreciate it. Anytime. And, uh, We'd love to be back. Yeah, thanks for what you guys do. I really enjoy yeah. your work. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Let us know next um, time you're up in Wisconsin. We'll get together and uh, have a frosty adult beverage somewhere. Yeah, we'll do two, this. We'll do this in person and have live. some beers. Oh, you know, I'm okay with that. I, <laughs> yes. Sign, sign me up. I'm not Definitely. even going to wear a mask. Well, I might. I might. I, might. I probably will. It, it might will. be part of my I, new personality. I'm a rule follower. This is. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Nate and I are trying to bring some more people on the podcast and collaborate with some people, but also, you know, introduce you, our listeners, to some of the people that we really enjoy and some of the people that we really believe in and what they're trying to do as Tanner and the message he's trying to put out. So thank you for listening. You can find us at all the normal spots. Twobeardsplease.com. All the social media stuff, Insta, Twitter stuff. At Two Beards, please. At Two Beards, please. And we have a, a phone number, Nate. What's the phone number? We do. It's 262-345-7076. Uh, hold on. As always, I need to take the crayon out of my nose and write that down. <laughs> All right. it again. 262-345-7076. All right. And if you call, you need to be funny because we might put you on the show. Yes, or read us a poem. Or read That'd us a poem. That'd be fun yeah. too. No, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, no, no pressure. Just be funny, or we'll don't, we'll give you a hard don't time. Be, don't be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening, Nate. Thanks for you know whatever. Tanner, yeah. thank you Tanner, very much. Thanks thank for you. joining us. We definitely <laughs> thanks, appreciate it. Thanks everybody. Be kind. Be good to each other. Don't give each other a hard time. Talk later. to you later. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.